Have you ever wondered how to find true happiness at work and in life? What about finding your purpose or becoming the best version of yourself and achieving all of your dreams and desires? Let me share one thing with you. The truth is you have the power to create your own happiness because happiness is indeed a choice. The Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show is dedicated to helping leaders become happier and more fulfilled at work and in life. I love sharing tools and insights about happiness, positivity, personal and professional development that will help you live a healthier, wealthier, more fulfilled, passionate, and purposeful life. I'm your host, Dr. Kiki Ramsey. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, 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 hello. Yes. Okay, y'all. Welcome to the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. We are back for another edition of how to thrive while managing the stress of work and family. I am so excited to be back with you with this topic. And so I'm super excited that we are back doing this show because listen, it's always something even more than that. It's just an important topic for us to dig into and for us to actually talk about really how to thrive, how to thrive, how to thrive is one of those things that I love, I love the word and I love the whole definition of thrive. And so if we think about thrive, we're talking about how to flourish, how to prosper. Now, I think all of us can agree that we want to flourish and we want to prosper. And I was having this conversation with um, a friend about, you know, how to manage through and how to, you know, just how to get through your day and how to get through work and how to get through dealing with family. He was like, you know what? I don't want to just get through. I want to thrive. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Why is it that we just want to just manage and get through? I think that we get so caught up in the day-to-day that we don't even think about thriving. We don't think about doing well. And the truth is there are a lot of people who are out here thriving and doing well. It's the truth. People are thriving. People are doing well. That's what I want us to talk about because I think that when we talk about managing the stress of family and work, it can be quite difficult, right? It can be quite, quite difficult. Y'all, my birthday was on Tuesday, November 8th. Woo, woo, woo. I just hit the big four five. And so I'm super excited. And I always love celebrating birthdays. People will ask me, my son, my oldest son, Tomasie, he says, how you feel being 45? I'm like, amazing, wonderful, fantastic. <laughs> you need any more? I think that people get really caught up with growing older. But for me, I might joke about, you know, I ain't getting older, I'm getting better, all those kinds of things. But I'm glad to see a whole nother year. I'm happy to be a whole nother year older in my life. I'm glad that I got to love and live and do all these amazing things in my life. And I'm excited about what's to come, what's to be. But in the planning of, you know, my birthday and just still having to work, there's always still that stress. And then my baby boy, Trey, he turns four in November. He's a Thanksgiving baby. And I'm trying to manage and figure out how to, you know, give him a a cute little birthday party and stuff like that. It's all stressful while still needing to do all the things in the business and all of that, right? So we have stress in our everyday life just because of certain things that pop up. But I wanted to really talk about like, how do you actually thrive and not just survive? How do you actually flourish and prosper and not just be, right? Not just 
wake up every morning and be like, oh my God, another day. And how do you love on your family and also hopefully love on your work so much so that you want to wake up every day? It's not like, oh my God, it's Monday. It's like, oh my gosh, it's Monday, right? And so that's kind of where I'm coming from with this whole conversation. And I'll tell you, for myself, it's been a really interesting journey on how to thrive while dealing with, you know, family and work. And I'll say this to you, and I I said it before on some of our videos, I think we can have it all. I know that there's this, there's conversation going around about, "Mm, you can't have it all. You can have either or one or the other and all that. But I believe we can have that and this, right? We can have success and we may have some failures. We can have happiness and we may have some sadness. I believe we can do all those things. And the reason why I believe that is because I believe that we put so much onus or so much um, power in this word called balance, right? The word balance to me doesn't mean 50-50 or equal parts for everything. I think that we always feel like there has to be these equal parts for everything. I got to give 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 to equal up 100. But that's just not the way it goes. And I think I told the story last time when I was going to school to get my PhD. By the way, I just walked in my graduation. Y'all, this whole pandemic has been super interesting. I graduated a year ago and my graduation was virtual. Me and my peeps decided that if they were going to have a graduation, we were going to graduate in person. We were going to walk in our graduation in person. And so we just did that a few weeks ago. And it was so amazing. I'm so glad we did it. Because all the work that went into getting the PhD, we were like, listen, we're going to walk in this graduation and get hooded, right? And so that's exactly what we did. But I say this, I tell you the story is when I was getting my PhD, it was rough. It was, I mean, it was so difficult, not just because, you know, the work is difficult, but the timing and the juggling is real. When I say the struggle is real, I mean, the struggle is absolutely real. And I had to decide. I had to decide how I was going to not just survive, but if I was going to be able to thrive through getting my PhD. And I'll be honest with you. A lot of days I didn't feel like I was thriving. Baby, I felt like I was just barely surviving, (laughs) right? I was barely surviving, but there were really beautiful pockets of thriving through that journey. And what I would always tell myself, and it's one of the philosophies that I live by, is that I can do hard things for a certain period of time, that I can do hard things for a certain period of time. For me, that certain period of time was three and a half to four years now everybody's hard times or difficult things that you're going to do is going to be during the time frame is going to be different for you. But for me, it was going to be about three and a half, four years for me to be able to do hard things. And so during that time, I did not get to spend as much time with my babies as I wanted to, or my husband. I had to forego hanging out with friends because I was always either writing a paper or the dissertation, doing classwork, you have it. And so I had to balance, but my balance looked like this sometimes. Sometimes this was school and sometimes this was family. I think we try to make it like this. And when we try to make it equal, it doesn't always work out. Then we get more stressed out, right? Because we're trying to make it something that is more difficult to do. And so I decided that I was not going to try to make them equal. 
I was going to do the best I could and planning helped me do that. But I was going to do the best I could when it came to family time and then school. And that's what I did. But some days school won out and I had to be okay with that because I realized that it was only going to be for a short period of time. I was at a conference just recently, Woman That Out Loose by Bishop T.D. Jakes. It was so amazing. It was the final one, homecoming. And I heard this statement. I can't think of the beautiful pastor's name who actually said this, but it resonated with me so much. She was like, a lot of times we talk about balance and we kid ourselves, right? We kid ourselves to think that we're going to have balance. Like balance is like, oh, everything going to be equal, you know, 50-50, whatever. But that's not the truth. She said, We all have balls. So think about balancing where you got, you know, balls in the air that you're juggling. So if you were juggling about five or six set of balls, some balls were made out of glass. Those are the balls that you can't drop. But some balls are made out of plastic or rubber. And if you drop them, they're going to bounce back. You drop them, they're going to bounce back. And so you just have to maintain the balls that you can't drop. And then the balls that are plastic or bouncy, those might drop at some point, but they're going to bounce back. You can you can run around like your son might have 20 soccer games because you miss one. It's not the end of the world. It's going to bounce back. You can bounce back on the next soccer game. You know, your daughter might have a ballet recital. It's going to bounce back. Right. So I resonated with that a lot because that's kind of how I manage and thrive throughout my life. Even now, I know there are some things that have to wait and then some things can't wait. And I try to manage through it as much as possible with all of those things. And so I wanted to just kind of share that analogy with you because I thought it was really profound. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I know a lot of times we might think that we got too many glass balls in the air, but there's always something that can wait. I'm the first to say I hate the whole prioritization. People always say prioritize, prioritize. But a lot of times we think that nothing can be prioritized or meaning everything has to be prioritized, right? Like everything has to be up here. But the truth is, no, that's not true. Everything cannot be at the top. And by default, there are going to be some things at the bottom. And so focus on the balls that you can control. Absolutely. But most of us, JP, focus on the balls that we can't control. <laughs> we go around life trying to boss everybody else around and try to handle everybody else's balls that they got in their ear versus us holding onto our own priorities that we can control. I think that it's important, very important that we learn how to focus on ourselves and really manage through the stress. Because here's the thing, stress is big. I mean, a lot of us are still working at home from, you know, this whole pandemic. But we're still working at home and learning how to manage through. And so with that being said, that means the kids are still home sometimes. November 8th was my birthday, but my daughter had, she was out of school. So I ended up spending the whole day with her. Luckily, I I had taken most of the day off so that I could do that. But this is just the life we live in now. Like we live in a new working world. And with that being said, there is more stress because we're managing different things while we're in our spaces in our homes a lot of times. Hey, beautiful. I'm so glad you're enjoying the Dr. Kiki Ramsey show. I just wanted to take a quick moment to invite you to Happy Women Lead. Happy Women Lead is a private leadership and professional development community for women just like you. If you are looking for 
the tools and the resources to balance your happiness while succeeding professionally, then this is the community for you. I understand all so well how hard it can be to balance life, family, and your career. And that's why I created Happy Women Lead. I'm excited to share it with you. I can't wait to see you over there. So join me over at happywomenlead.com. See you there. So I just want to share with you, because you're managing through the stress, and stress is a diagnosable mental health disorder, and burnout is, we need to learn how to be able to not only survive, but thrive through it. And these are just some of the things I'm about to share with you, are just some of the things that I do in order to help me thrive through these periods of life called family and work, because they are constant. Family and work is a constant in my life, and it's probably a constant in your life as well. So one of the things I have to do is I have to revisit my values. What is my value system? What is valuable to me? I always say that I believe that you can have a successful career and a successful family life, right? I think we can have both. I don't think they have to be exclusive of each other. I think we can have and, right? And I think that the notion of and sometimes is very I think people don't believe that you can have both. And I'm like, you can, right? As long as your definition of balance doesn't mean 50-50. Because I think that when we have this rigid definition of balance being all things equal parts, then I think that we, the whole family and work, it kind of gets away from us. We don't feel like we can be successful in both. But I think we can. But I had to revisit my values. My family is super important to me. My children, my oldest, Tamazie, who still lives in Maryland, my babies, um, Mackenzie and Trey, they are super important. My husband, my marriage is super important for me because I know these kids are going to leave at some point and then it's just going to be me and him. Um, <laughs> and so you have to learn how to live with the person who you married. That's super important to me. But also one of my God-given purposes is to pour in the lives of millions. It's valuable to me that I get to get up and do what I love every single day. I can't imagine not being able to do that. And I talk to a lot of people about their work and everything. And I know that sometimes I think I feel blessed to get up and be able to do what I love every day. But I also know that there are some people who are going to work and they're not doing what they love. And what I say to that is, even if your job, the what you get paid for, because we all got to work because we all want to eat, right? Even if your job does not fulfill you in that way, you have to hear me and hear me well. You have to find something in your life that is going to fulfill you in that way, right? It can be volunteering because there's a lot of volunteering efforts out there, a lot of organizations who can use your help, a lot of things that you can be doing out here in the world to do that, right? So you can be volunteering, you can be doing all those things, but I think that is super important for you to be doing something as it relates to your purpose in life, even if it's not the job that you make your day-to-day money from. It's absolutely vital. And so I had to think about what's important to me. Also, my faith is important to me, right? I love God. I'm a child of God. I know that for a fact, I wouldn't be where I am without him. I need to be able to include that in my life, my day-to-day activities. And so that's important to me. So as I think about things that are most important to me, I had to really figure out how all the pieces fit together. We always say that what's important to you, you make time for. So you have to sit down and get out of list if you need to, but think about what's important to you. I also value health, right? I value 
my health. I want to stay healthy for as long as possible. I want, I try my best to eat right and exercise, right? I got the exercise down packed, right? Peloton, if you, if you own Peloton, I'm Kiki, do you love me? But that's, that comes easy to me because I've always been a runner. I ran throughout college. The eating healthy, I try every single day. Some days are better than others, but I try. I think that that's what's important. So I put all those things together and I came out with a solution for myself. I put the things that need to be put where they need to be put for me. And that is different for you. And I think that's what we don't understand. We look at uh, other people's lives and we compare our lives to their lives, but our lives are not their lives. Your values don't match with their values a lot of times. And so you have to figure out what's important to you so that you know where the lineup is at, like where you're going to place stuff at. And so I have all these things that are important to me and I put them appropriately in my life. And let me just say this, it ebbs and it flows. Not that I don't love my children, my husband, my work, God, or anything like that, but how much time I give to those things ebbs and flows based on what's going on in my life. And that's just how it is. So when I was doing my PhD, it might've got 60 or 70% while we got 40, 30, whatever over here on this side. And I just had to manage that way. But you got to figure out what your value system is. What do you value most and where does it belong in your life? And if you value it enough, you'll make time for it. The other thing is I find quiet time. I think that in the hustle and bustle of our lives, it is super important that we find time to just be, to just think, to just pray, to just meditate. And on most days I get up at five o'clock in the morning because that is my time to meditate and to pray. Now, lately, my kids have been getting up super early as well because the time change has messed up their clock. So I'm ready for them to go back to normal so I can get my quiet time by myself without them waking up. But I find that time to just be. It amazes me how many of us don't have quiet time built into our day-to-day life or our day-to-day schedule. It truly amazes me that we don't necessarily have that built in. And I didn't always have it built in either until I changed around my schedule. Now, let me just say this. I'm a night owl. I can stay up late. I mean, when I was in my PhD, I would stay up. I wouldn't even go to sleep some nights because I was trying to get done. I'd literally see my kids and family go to sleep. I'd be sitting at the dining room table, typing away and writing away. And then I'd still be sitting down there when they came downstairs in the morning. I can do that. Now, do I want to always do that? No, I'm not saying that I always want to do that, but I can. And so I think that it's super important to know yourself. But I read a book once and it was one of the most profound books for me at that time. And it's called The Miracle Morning. And it talks about how you can have the most beautiful morning if you wake up early, journal, exercise, pray, all those kind of things. And so I started instituting The Miracle Morning in my life and it it changed everything because there's something about it. If you've never done it, right? I'm going to throw this challenge out to you. I am a coach. If you've never done it, there's something about getting up before everybody else is awake, before the world is awake. There's something about it. On those days, I get so much done. I feel better. My mind is clear. I have on my armor for the day. It is absolutely phenomenal how I feel. Then when I wake up like that, I can go upstairs and I can get my kids together, but I'm also happy and I'm chipper and I'm like, good morning. And that makes a difference when it comes to my children, because, you know, I have toddlers. And so how you enter into their space is how they respond as well. 
And so if I'm in there rushing them to get ready for school because we're late, it jostles them. It makes everybody have a bad day versus when I've sat down here in my beautiful office and read my Bible, prayed, done all those things. And then I go up and I'm waking them up saying, good morning. They are like super excited and happy. I think that that quiet time, though, gives me the time to reflect, time to think about some of the important things in life, time to make some important decisions that we all have to have to make. I was just talking to another friend the other day about decision fatigue, right? We get decision fatigue, tired of making decisions. That's why I'm always like, what's for dinner? right? Because <laughs> by that time, and I make decisions all day, I don't want to make no more decisions, especially when it comes to dinner. But it gives time, me time to think about those things. And so for me to be able to thrive with this, you know, thrive through stress, I build in the quiet time that I need that is absolutely necessary for me to be able to have a good day, to set my intentions for that day. I also want to say this, One of the things that I have to do to myself is I have to make myself rest. I have to make myself go to bed like a little kid. And I'm going to throw that out to you as well. When you do not have enough sleep, you operate different. I know you. It's like you hangry, right? You're hungry and angry at the same time. And you operate differently when you don't have a lot of sleep. And I know I do. When I don't have a lot of sleep or haven't gotten enough sleep, I wake up feeling just off right? I feel off. I'm like, ah, even especially if I'm going to try to get myself up at five o'clock in the morning and I haven't gotten enough sleep, I'm definitely off. But I have to make myself go to sleep since I am, I profess to be a night owl and I can stay up late. I have to make myself go to sleep at a decent time so that I can get up early because you cannot get up early and go to bed late. It don't work that way. And so I get myself a bedtime. Y'all know I love house hunters. And so they come on at 10 o'clock, but some nights house hunters be watching me, right? (laughs) House hunters be watching my house, right? Because I am tired by that time because of course I've had a long day of doing all the things. So, but I make myself go to sleep and some nights I'm like, oh, I just want to watch another episode or another episode. And I don't always get to do that but I have to make myself stop and be like, go to sleep because you know you want to get up early. You have to do that for yourself. You have to know yourself. I think a lot of times we don't profess to know ourselves or we know ourselves and we ignore us. I used to ignore me too. And then I paid for that as well. So know yourself and give yourself that time to rest. And then lastly, I'm just going to say, you got to ask for help. I've gotten so much better at asking for help in my life. I've gotten so much better. I think that when you are the person that's in charge or the boss or just, you know, always willing and and need to feel like you got to be the one to take care of things, it's hard to ask for help because chances are it might not get done the way that you want it to get done. I had to start letting that go, right? Some of that is called ego, but there are other people who can do it better. Trust me, there are, because they're that's their sole job. And so I now ask for help doing the things that I need to do in life because that's the only way that everything is going to get done is that somebody else do it. So that's a recipe for thriving right there. <laughs> 
So that's a recipe for thriving right there is you ask for help from others who can help you and then put the pride aside, right? Put it all aside because asking for help can free your soul, right? It can absolutely free your soul, free your mind, free all the things if you ask for help. So these are just a couple of things that I have done that has absolutely helped me to thrive, right? To not just survive, but to thrive while I manage the stress of working family, because I do believe that some amount of stress is going to be there, right? Some amount of stress is going to be there. Now you might be a person who like, oh, I'm on East street all the time, but I don't know. I don't know you. (laughs) Are you human? But there is a way to then thrive through it, meaning you show up your best, your very, very best. You prosper through it because you understand that you have values and you put things in place where they belong. So I hope that this helped you today in terms of really learning how to just show up your best and most authentic self in your life while you deal with your family and work. And yes, you can have it all. You can have both. You can have and right? As long as you understand what that means for yourself and your definition is different than mine. So if you enjoyed this episode of the Dr. Kiki Ranchi show, please go ahead and share that with your friends and family. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, I don't know if you know, but the Dr. Kiki Ramsey show is on all podcasting platforms. So whatever you listen to your podcast, the Dr. Kiki Ramsey show can be found on your podcasting platform. And you can be feel free to follow me on all of your social media channels because I am there. And my goal is to help you understand that you have the ability to create your own happiness. Lastly, I would love to invite you if you're a woman professional or a leader in your organization who who wants to learn how to thrive and balance while maintaining and prospering and thriving through your career, go ahead and join us over at Happy Women Lead. That's happywomenlead.com. We are a community of women who are saying, hey, we're going to be happy while we deal with some stuff, but while we also become and succeed professionally. So that's happywomenlead.com. I thank you all so much. And I can't wait to see y'all next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. And as always, remember to create your own happiness because happiness is in fact a choice. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified whenever I drop a new episode.